This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Well, I am um, a little congested. Um, I've been outside for a walk with Mr. Calvin, believe it or not. He comes out with me every day, and we go for a little walk here in the woods, and he chases every leaf and every stick, and actually, he now is into fetching. So if I throw throw a stick, he runs after it and then turns around and looks at me. (laughs) Oh, my I think he's a dog. I don't think he's really a cat. But anyway, uh, we were out this morning, and it was just bizarre because the fog up here was so thick that it was weird. There was absolutely nothing moving. It was kind of creepy. The only thing I heard was one bird call, and then a couple minutes later, a woodpecker who was going to town on some tree. So... Um, it was just, it's strange, but you know, it's, it's cleared up. The fog is gone. And I'll tell you this year, I am blown away by the richness of the colors in the trees. I don't remember a fall like this for years and years. It's just, it's, it's gorgeous. I guess that's the, as I said last night on, um, WNEP, this is Mother Nature's gift to us for right? having gone through such a horrible year. So a gift it is because it is just gorgeous. And I, I can't stop taking pictures and videos. And it's, it's fabulous. It's just so uplifting to see it. It's great. I know. And they said earlier in the month, I guess it was towards the end of September, I was watching the Today Show, which I do every day. But at one point they mentioned that October was supposed to be above normal temperatures. So I yeah. guess that's, the, that's what's happening because it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. that's a good thing. And great. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I keep seeing pictures of people are posting on Facebook of their plants that are still blooming. Like, mm-hmm. it hasn't gotten the message. <laughs> no, and I, I know. have the same thing. I have snapdragons out in the back porch that are just continuing to bloom in the most spectacular colors. And uh, it's just great. It's just, it's a wonderful it's it's a way to actually say in my world i really like fall this is nice 
The falls yeah. I'm used to are the ones where it gets cold and windy and every leaf is off the tree and it's miserable and I hate fall. You know, I just, in general, but I really think this has been a fabulous fall. I love it. Well, so far we have some time to go, so. Oh, um, yeah. I know my... No, for this month, I mean, really, it's it's beautiful. But I, I have the same thing. My my um, lemon tree on my deck is um, still because I don't want to bring it in. I want to keep it out as long as I possibly can. And the flowers and the buds and the lemons that are forming are fabulous. And I saw on Facebook Gigi Holmes, who um, is the owner of Powell Studios, she has a little pretty lemon tree in her kitchen, it looks like, and there's like two or three or maybe more big lemons on her, and it's a little tree. I mean, I, my tree is kind of big. It started off little, but it's pretty good size now, and um, in the past, the squirrels have eaten and taken the um, the beginning of the lemon and taken them off, so we have a net netting around it now. Um, and one, only once in, in the last several years that I've had it, has it really bloomed where I got about 9, 10, 11 um, lemons from it, which is kind of cool Yay. when you think about it. <laughs> so there's about Fun. 12 now on there, so I'm, I'm anxious to see when that starts to, yes. you know. It's amazing. Nice. It really is. Mm -hmm. So Good. But, so do we yeah, have so it is a good day. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm trying oh, to think, Dudley. but I want. Well, we talked about Dudley last week. She turned okay. sixty on the eighth, so we we gave and her a big about, shout out. What about our friend Deb Peterson? Oh, well, Peterson's is not until the twenty seventh of October. Yeah, that's that so. It doesn't too, hurt. But... Doesn't hurt to be a, um, you know, a little a little ahead of the game. So yeah, um, and then yeah, so and then so happy out. big birthday to Deb Peterson. Yes, and then also um, Meyer was at one of the um, at his bank the other day, and he saw um, Gail Reese, and she said. Tell Laurie I listen to, I really enjoy listening every Saturday to the Laurie and Lynn show. So big shout out to Gail Reese, who everybody knows and loves. And she's a phenomenal banker, a great lady, a junior leaguer, a major volunteer in our community, and one of the nicest people I think I've ever met. So big shout out to Gail Reese. She's a great person. She listens all the time, she said. Great. And That's and I good. told you, which is worth which is worth repeating, Lynn, that a couple of weeks ago we mentioned um, I, that I was on my way into Mansour's and this woman stopped me, and she said she listens to us and and her name is Paula Yagi, and um, she is a sweetheart and she said to me, um, you know, she called after we talked about her and her dog Heidi, her cockapoo from the hill section and she was so thankful you know that we said you know we talked about her and and she just is she was just going on about how much she loves the show and she tries to get all of her friends to listen who say oh radio we want we listen to tv and and there's nothing better since everything sort of is taken back radio is the thing to listen to so um anyway I'd like to thank paula for giving us um for pushing our agenda so to speak lynn and um mm -hmm. having other people yeah. listen in so it's a good thing so hello to paula that's any shout outs on your end 
No, I'm just thinking of people that I've been with um, in the last week. And it seems like, you know, well, I think after we did our show last week, uh, didn't we go out for dinner? Um, no, we went out to dinner the night before the night we taped before. our show. Okay. So we already but talked about were, that, too. Yes, but you were up here. But we were at the lake then. Right. Then we went to the yes. lake. Yeah. Okay. On Saturday, and we had On some Saturday. wonderful peeps. Hmm. It was Saturday, right? Saturday we were there, yep. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. I thought it was No, why? Okay. No, no, you and said we Saturday. Some, we had some great pizza from... As um, always. As Mendocino's. Always, from Mendocino's in... Mm -hmm. What's the town they're in? Is it Covington Town? Well, they're, in, they're, in, you know, they're in Daleville, and um, Daleville. they make and they make a really, really they they have a really good gluten free crust, as you know. It's just it's delicious, mm -hmm. and it's worth the trip. And what I, they're the nicest people, Linda and Lynn Mendocino, Linda who is the manager there, and Lynn Mendocino, the owner, and her children, Christine, and and she's there, and I, they're just wonderful. Um, uh, family the mendocino family in in general um are just they're they're great people and they are a, a constant um um givers to hospice of the sacred heart for our restaurant night to feed the families every week we do it um on thursday nights and they're always the first to help and volunteer and through the pandemic and everything else and still doing what they can do um, for us and other people, and I just love people who do stuff like that. It's it's so important for us then to to give back, and um, it's a good thing. And even you know, Lynn, tonight although it'll be beyond that, but you know, um, Josh and Paul at Posh have been doing something through the last couple months where they'll put uh, have a certain night dedicated to a nonprofit, and then they'll. Um, donate back 10% of what they made during that night if you, you know, promote people to go to them and do a pickup or take out or, you know, there still is in-house in, in seating. And they are have had a big picture day the other day where they had everybody over and they gave their checks to so many nonprofits. And so anyway, they're doing another one, which it'll be over when you hear, but at least it's worth knowing that they do these things. Um, for Scranton tomorrow, which Josh was the immediate past president of um, this fine organization. And so um, people looking to be creative and ways to help nonprofits as well as bringing in their own their business to, to you know business for themselves. And I think that's important and um, to be a little creative in this um, environment. So hats off to Josh and Paul for doing what they do and for everyone else who takes advantage of it to putting it out there for them to go and, and have dinner and take it home from Posh. That's good. That's really a great idea. I like that. It really is. It helps it, it, everybody. It, it really does. And if you're going to do something you don't want to go out, then don't. Just go pick up the food, curbside uh, service, and go home and eat it in the, you know, the at the in the confines of your own property. And tonight, you know, not that it's going to matter then, but the you know, anybody tonight as we're talking, the weather yesterday and today, and it's good. It's beautiful. I mean, we we sat out on the deck last night and had a sandwich and just hung out. I mean, it was beautiful. It gets a little dark a yeah. little early, but it's still so nice. So yep, back to the weather part of it. So it's a good thing. 
it should be interesting to see what the outcome is. Uh, and maybe by the time y'all are listening to this, there will be something um, resolved on it. But uh, that there's a request for Governor Wolf to extend or open up the restaurants even more so than they did. And he's getting a lot of pressure to do that. So I don't know how that's going to work. I'm a little concerned about the fact that uh, the capacity has been diminished by the by the rules of the six feet apart tables. So that already puts a, a big, you know, a stop on a lot of what can happen in a restaurant, how they can recover. But then when you also add to that, that it's based on a per capita of how many deaths there are to the number of people in the county that it's relative to that number that would allow people to open the restaurants even more so than the 25 percent uh it should be interesting to see how this works now that you can't do outdoor dining because of the weather and the, well, the funny thing is that the, the people who make those outdoor um, heaters, the ones that have the flames that go up, they can't yeah, yeah. fly people fast enough. <laughs> and I understand why, but I just think this will be interesting to see how this evolves over the next couple days and weeks because of the, the issue of the COVID and the question of how much can you actually allow, how many diners can you allow in your restaurant? Uh, and I, uh, I just think that they've got to do something about this. I mean, this nonsense of what's going on in Congress is just ridiculous. I mean, the people are truly suffering without this help. And uh, we've been here before so many times. It's ridiculous. But anyway, um, there we are. So we're, I just thought I'd we're throw that in there. Yeah, well, we can. Go I want to talk a little bit about that when we come back, but we, we have to take okay. a break. So we will be right back. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News with Webster and Nancy. And I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399. 357-8399 or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. 
E-R-A, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Well, good morning. We are back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director and financial planner for Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and a whole bunch of other ones. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And, Lynn, before we we took a break, we were talking about that stimulus package that they're trying to get through again and the Mm -hmm. help that people need. And from what I understand, it's limited this time to not no stimulus check for anybody, um, no um, help with anything else other than the possibility of, um, I can't even think of what it is now, what are they offering? I'm tr- I lost my train of thought on that. I know they said no. I don't know because, well, I think it was to help the restaurants and um, well, that program that they had before. They were going to do it again. But I think. Oh, that, PPP. Um, the PPP yeah. stuff they, they're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I think, but the point is that they keep changing from day to day. They keep offering one package, and then the other side says no, and then they come back with a different package, and the other side says no. So I don't know what they're doing. I think there really should be some stimulus money for people who've lost their jobs, and and I don't see that that, uh, those jobs may never come back. So if that's the case, then I think we need to look at how do we help those people get through a transition. And mm-hmm. without that piece in it, I, I think the rest of it's just it's just uh, worthless in the sense that it doesn't really solve the problem. So I don't know what's going to happen. I just think everything will will shift. Everything will change once there's a vaccine and a cure for this thing. Both. Yeah, but until then, until. Until then, the government needs to help. That's the bottom line. Yes, absolutely. I agree. But they're not doing anything. They're so <laughs> stuck in their own political agenda on both sides that they can't, they just can't get past, you know, what they're doing. And they've got anarchy within the ranks. So 
I don't know. I, I, it, I think it's like most people, you just kind of throw your hands up and say, this is just going from bad to worse. So yeah. we just have to, there's nothing you or I could do about it. We just have to hope that the people that are, that we've elected have some brains and can do something about this. But anyway, they're not. So in that regard, <laughs> in that regard, there was a, uh, an article in the AARP bulletin. This is the October bulletin. And I think, uh, I don't know if you remember me saying this, and you probably know it, but there was a woman whose name escapes me, it's driving me nuts, um, who has always been the columnist for the AARP bulletin, and she's also done some other stuff in the magazine. She retired, and I, and I think we talked about it, and I mentioned what she was going to be doing, and now her name is gone. But anyway, this, this month, it was written by, the column was written by a woman named Linda Stern. She's the author of a book called Living on Your Nest Egg. So uh, let's start with that, that the assumption is that you're not working in retirement, so her article is called surprise you're retired so how to proceed if the pandemic has forced your departure so again she's looking at the fact that you're not going to earn any money in retirement that's the premise here let's keep that in mind so her first uh pointer as calls them are cut your spending as soon as possible so she goes through this stuff about um Severe, taking severe quick action, trade down to a more economical car, drop automatic subscriptions, cut the cable TV, do all you can to reduce your monthly cash flow. You can always add back spending once your finances stabilize or you figure out a safe, realistic budget. I, I'm not in that camp, obviously, because, you know, we've talked about me, budgets, and um, we don't get along very well. But the, the point is, I guess, if you feel that you need to do something because you will not be able to supplement your retirement income except from what you generate from your investments, then, yes, you have to do all those things. My response to that is look for some other opportunities that you might be able to make some money. And there's plenty yeah. of them out there. Okay, the second thing is get health coverage. Uh, finding health insurance before Medicare eligibility at age 65 might be your biggest challenge, and it is. Because the cost for medical insurance now as a solo person, not part of a group plan, is well over $1,200 a month, and, and, that, and that's to get the best coverage. Uh, it's really, really hard, and people say, well, why don't you just convert, you have the right for 18 months after you leave your job to stay in the plan you had, but you have to pay the premiums yourself, which yeah, are high. Cobra. They're very high. So... Um, Really, it's a, she suggests that you find more affordable insurance by checking your state's health insurance marketplace at healthcare.gov. And that's, you know, that you can do a lot of wheeling and dealing on that kind of stuff and get some coverage. But then 
tap your retirement savings. This is one thing that if I didn't say this before during COVID, I need to say this again because this is very, very important. Um, the, the temporary measure, and temporary because it's under that uh, the CARES Act, which was part of um, the, the legislation that was passed relative to COVID. This happened in March. But people aren't really talking about this, and I don't know why. A temporary measure allows you to withdraw up to $100,000 this year from your retirement plan, such as the 401k or IRA, and spread the tax burden of that income over three years, this year yeah. and the next two. If you've been affected medically or financially by the virus or the lockdown, and it's likely, likely you'll just have to make a, quote, reasonable representation, end quote, using IRS terminology that your withdrawals are related to the pandemic. If you're younger than 59 and a half, you'll also be exempt from the 10% penalty. Now, I don't think too many people even understand that that's possible. And so you say, well, I still have to pay the taxes. I'm, I'm still taking the money out. Yes, but short of filing bankruptcy, I think that's an option that you might want to consider. And then if you find yourself in better financial shape before the end of 2022, you can put the money back into your retirement account and file amended returns to claim refunds of the taxes you paid on the withdrawal. That will turn this year's withdrawal into an interest-free, penalty-free loan. That's really important that people hear that. Okay. Now, hold on. Say, say I got the first part. Now, say the repayment. You have until which year to repay what you've well, taken out if you find yourself in a better if position? You take, if you take the three years. So, it's this tax yeah. year, 2020, 2021, right. and 2022 that you, don't, that you spread that tax out. Now, if you find that you're reemployed or you have the funds to put the money back... By the end of 2022, you can do that, and then you can file amended returns for the previous years and get that tax back that you paid on it. Okay. Okay? Well, that's so good to know. That's, that's good to know. Yeah, it's a penalty-free, interest-free loan, and I don't think that a lot of people understand that. Um, fortunately, when, I've been when, in the position, yes. Does it have what? to be a hundred percent? Do you still get the same benefit if you pay a portion of it, or does it have to be the exact yes. amount? No. So, you can, so you if can you pay whatever part of it you want back. Okay, good. Okay, and repay yes. just means repaying yourself because you're putting it into your fund. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And then the other pointer that we talked about was. As she talked about in the article was protect your 401k and social security. Don't rush to roll your 401k into an IRA or annuity. It's possible that your employer's plan is well managed and has lower fees than you can line up on your own. In addition, long-standing rules allow you to withdraw funds from 401k or 403b accounts without that extra 10% penalty as early as age 55 or now, age 50, if you're a first responder. The CARES wow. Act 
special measures apply only to this year, but that but this pre-existing 401k early withdrawal privilege might come in handy later on. Don't make an immediate grab for Social Security cash. The longer you wait, up till age 70, the bigger your monthly check will be for the rest of your life. So unless you absolutely need those payments to get by, keep deferring enrollment. And then the last pointer was plan to reduce stress. Finally, even when retirement is voluntary, it's one of life's most stressful events. Go easy on yourself. Take the time to firm up your plans. That will help your money and your mood, even if you're doing the planning second and the retirement first. I think that was well stated. So yeah, that's, cool. that's, a, that's a really good article. I mean, there's a lot of a solid stuff in that. And if you can get your hands on it, if you want to, you know, it's in the AARP bulletin for October. Yeah, which one is that? Is that the one with um, Biden and, and the president on it, yes. the front of it? Yeah. Okay, good. I didn't read that yet. They, I just got it. It's called Where They Stand. And that's, yeah, I and like that's it. also interesting, too. It's, it's well done. And Lynn, can you do margin loans on on IRAs? No. Okay. No, it's only on individual accounts. Okay, wasn't sure. That are not tax qualified. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that's good information, Lenny. I think we're going to... Um, pack it in for the week again already so um okay. we have our dear friend um attorney terry Teresa terry hinton coming up next as our guest expert for fidelity bank and she'll be up and we will talk to you in a little bit we're going to take a quick break you're listening to the Larry and lynn show Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. 
and Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale Partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC Certified Public Accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and nonprofit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. Universal Printing started out in Northeast Pennsylvania in June of 1995. Since that time, we have grown to 155 employees. What we do, we're a document solutions business. We do printing. We have an IT department on site. There's computer programmers, developers, production people. So all of our IT is done in-house. The nature of our business is it is very capital intensive. What we continue to do is adapt to the needs of our customers. And in order to do that, we have to continue to invest in the best state-of-the-art equipment that's out there. And we can do that with the support of Fidelity Bank. Fidelity allows us to play on a playing field that we could never have played on if we didn't have the support of a strong local bank that believed in us. They're not just saying they support the community, they're doing it. And we feel really blessed to have a partner in Fidelity Bank. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Lori and Lynn Show. I'm Lori Cadden, the owner of Lori Cadden Enterprises, which is fundraising, PR, and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans. I am the managing director and financial planner with a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on Google uh, Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and many others. And our special guest expert this morning is Terry Hinton. Terry is a vice president and senior trust officer with Fidelity Bank. Welcome, Terry. Thank you so much. Nice to be here. Hi, Terry. Hi, Laura. Great to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be yes. back. Well, it's, it's funny because we're not in the studio, which is where we saw you last time, um, but we're all kind of uh, doing our own thing. However, Terry told me earlier that um, she's been working. She's been in her office every day and finds that it's a lot um, safer for her mental state <laughs> than being at home with kids who have essentially pirated everything that she had in her office. And so there she is. Am I right? You are right. I had all four of them home either finishing college at home or working from home so yeah there were two uh two outdoor extension cords wrapped around the dining room with everything plugged in i said i'll see you guys later i'm going to the office yeah <laughs> yep Carrie, never, never, never have you wanted to be in the your own outside office as you have the last <laughs> couple of months i'm sure <laughs> actually mm -hmm. you know it's, it's it's easier to be in the office because i have access to all of my paper yes. files and you yeah. know it's, it's easier yeah. for me there's fewer distractions um it yep. it was fine you know so happy to be that's here that's good so what can so we what talk about that? today relative yeah. to trusts 
Relative to trust. Well, that you know, a lot of people ask, what is a trust? You know, what, what is okay. a trust and do That's I need one? a good one? place to start. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a, a, a trust is, is basically a basket. That's a basket that, that you create that you deposit assets into. You can put your house. You can put investments. You put almost anything in a trust. The assets are titled in the name of the trust, which is a separate legal entity, and then you leave instructions on, on how those assets are supposed to work for either yourself or for members of your family. You leave those instructions with the trustee. Um, you can, okay. You can create and you a trust. the role. Yeah. We play the role of the trustee. Mm-hmm. Correct. Sometimes we play so the role why? also of an, of an, the uh, investment manager for the trustee. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So why would someone need a trust? Somebody would need a trust when you want to provide for uh, loved ones. So you can put a trust right in the terms of your will. If you think, for example, that the individuals that you're going to be leaving your estate to are either too young or won't be able to handle the money that you're leaving them or have other considerations, you can put the terms of a trust right in your will and name a trustee to manage those assets for the benefit of your family, your kids, your, you know, however that, however that could be a charity, um, it's it's just a it's a good way to to help your beneficiaries and also to make sure that your assets are used for the purposes that you intend. Is there any reason to have a co-trustee who might be a person, or sure. is it more of a pain in the butt? We we have both. To be honest with you, we, we've seen both. Um, sometimes family members will want to have a, 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 an individual, a family member, act as a co-trustee with with the bank. It's not a bad idea. It it it, it does it can get cumbersome, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's nice to have the the family member involved who knows the history and what the settler intended and the personalities of the of the beneficiaries. Um, but yeah, you can, we we have we have co-trustees. Um, it's sometimes simpler to have um, a single trustee, but we do have both. Uh, Terry, a lot of times these are, these are set up, and I know we spoke about this a long time ago, but I think um, it it bears repeating. Also, for a child with special needs, right? Aren't there? Correct. Isn't that when that happens a lot of times to families, making sure their their uh, child is taken care of after they're no longer able to. Absolutely. Well, a special needs trust, um, whether it's a standalone special needs trust that's drafted right now or a testamentary special needs trust, meaning that a, a trust is set up in the terms of a will, for, especially when there are going to be assets that are going to be going to somebody who's already receiving public benefits, who's receiving SSI or is another form of public benefits, re- receiving a, a big inheritance will disrupt the, the benefits, so they will no longer be eligible. But if you put the assets in a special needs trust, they'll, they'll have the best of both worlds. They'll still be able to have access to public benefits, but then have the the trust over on the side to provide for, um, pay for other things that are not covered by the public benefits. Um, so that that's really important if you have a, a beneficiary or a family member that has special needs and is receiving public benefits to look into uh, a special needs trust. Absolutely. 
And so, and Terry, isn't think- there? <laughs> Go ahead, Laurie. <laughs> this happens all the time, Terry. What? What? And therefore, then, I think people confuse trusts by thinking you have to be, excuse me, um, very, very wealthy to provide this. Is that? Is that just something that people misunderstand? Could you kind of highlight that a little bit too? Sure. Um, you don't have to have millions of dollars to have a trust. As a matter of fact, there are ways to use trusts in order to protect um, <clears throat> assets from nursing home costs as well. So if you have a, 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 an individual who's, you know, getting up at age and they're worried about that, and they're thinking, oh, you know, nursing home costs are $10,000, $15,000 a month, and you have you know, half a million dollars sitting in an investment account, you know that that's going to be eaten up rather quickly at ten or $15,000 a month that you have to pay for that. If you put those assets in a trust and, and the trust is, is, and you have no access to it, you have to give the money away, put it in a trust, um, it's no longer considered an asset of yours, that money can still pass to your family members and you would qualify for, for um, public benefits to help pay for nursing home costs. So you don't have to have millions of dollars to do this. It's a, um, um, there's also something called a, a revocable trust or a living trust, also called an inter vivos trust, a trust that you can put into effect right now for yourself during your lifetime, have complete access to those funds, be able to do whatever you want during your lifetime, but maybe have the bank pay your bills if you're... You know, don't feel like doing that anymore, or you, or you go away for the winter, um, and then upon your death, the assets pass through the trust to your beneficiaries. That's another way oh, to do it too. That's a good safe. And then is that subject okay. to um, state inheritance tax? Yes. Anytime you still have access to the money, anytime you still can get your hands on it, make decisions and and have access to it, that will still be part of your estate. So a revocable trust or a living trust will still be part of your probate estate. Whereas if you have an irrevocable trust, provided that it didn't happen within one year of date of death, that is no longer part of your estate. There we go. Yeah, that's the difference. I'm only saying that because Pennsylvania has one of the highest state inheritance taxes in the country. And it's one of those things that people do not even imagine in their lives that this would happen. So all of a sudden, the heirs have a big bill to pay to Pennsylvania, not to the federal government because their loved one apparently didn't have more than five million or whatever the number is now it's 11 but, million now right yeah yeah 11 million so if you don't have 11 million you figure oh i don't have to worry about that but then yeah. along comes pennsylvania and says um excuse me yeah. <laughs> there's there's some money you owe us yeah and, pennsylvania and where is that supposed that. to come from so yeah i i think that that's an important thing to consider when you're looking at estate planning. It's not it just federal, but where you live, but state. Right. Pennsylvania does, not, and a lot of states don't have that death taxes like that, inheritance taxes. It's 0% between spouses. 
and 4.5% to lineal descendants when you go down. And then it goes out when you're going to nieces and nephews, and then it goes out to 12.5%. It can be different. But to lineal descendants, it's 4.5%, 0% between um, spouses. When I, when I started practicing a long time ago, there actually was an inheritance tax between spouses, but that's been eliminated. Wow. So, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I was just going to say, what other kinds of uh, services does the trust department offer for people? Our trust department has, um, obviously, we offer trustee services. We act as executor of the estates of, of our clients as well. So, when we have a, a client that comes in and uh, you know, has their will drafted by an attorney, they don't have an individual that they want to name as executor or maybe it would cause a problem in the family or they don't have anybody else, they can name the bank as executor and we'll take care of that, of settling the estate. We do um, investment management as well. We do all that in-house. So we have investment management and we also offer bill paying services. So if you have an investment management account or a, a trust account up here in the trust department, you know, the, the trust division of the wealth management department of Fidelity Bank, we'll, t- we'll also pay bills for you. That's another service that we offer. Okay. Yes. Um, Terry, getting involved in this um, whole, did you always do this sort of work before you came to Fidelity? And how is it different for you working as an attorney for the bank and doing all the things you can do as an attorney on your own or with the firm? Where do you see, I, I would assume you see a little bit more a big difference and maybe a little bit more hands-on. Am I off on that? No, you're not at all, Lori. It's, uh, when, I, when I was practicing law, you did, we had the litigation part of, of things where, where maybe transactions fell apart or there were disagreements between parties. Don't really do that up here now. Um, but I was on the drafting side, on, on preparing the trust, drafting the trust, drafting the powers of attorney, drafting the wills on, on that side. When I came to Fidelity Bank about six years ago, I moved more to the administrative side. So now I'm looking at the provisions in the wills and in the trusts that that the attorneys drafted, and I'm implementing those. So I kind of, it's kind of the best of both worlds. I can kind of look through and see, is this exactly how, how is this supposed to work for the person sitting behind the desk trying to make it work? Does it, does, do, do the documents say what they're, what they need to say? And do they give all of the mechanisms and all the powers to the trustee that we need to be able to, um, to be able to fulfill the settler's intent or the, or the, or the, um, decedent's intent. Um, it, it, I bring a, a little bit of different skill set here. When, when I started here, I think I was the first attorney that was hired um, to um, in the trust department. So, you know, I kind of have that legal, I have, I don't have, kind of have it, I have the legal background that goes <laughs> behind it and then have the ability to, you know, sit down with the clients and, and have those discussions on estate planning and why it's necessary and what documents you need. Um, so it's actually, a, it, it kind of feels, pulls it all full circle for me. Yeah, I think it's neat. I love it. I say it every time we talk about estates and trusts as an ex-banker. That's always been my favorite part of it, and I, I just think it's so it's fascinating and interesting. It's just interesting, and there's so many things that you can do for people that they don't really know can happen. So I think hopefully this sheds a little light on that to the general public. And if someone needed you, Terry, or needed to get in touch, in touch with the trust department, how do they do that? 
Um, they can call me directly. My, my telephone number is 570-504-2260. You can call the Fidelity Bank um, main line, which I don't have that number in front of me, but the Fidelity Bank uh, office and they will, um, their customer care center and they'll get you to somebody in the, in the wealth management department of the trust department. Um, bank at fidelity.com. You can always e- reach us there too. There you go. And that phone number for that office is 570-504-8001. I remember it by heart, Terry. So here yes. we go. <laughs> so there we go. Well, thank you for that. I, I don't know that one, so I, I should know that one. <laughs> That's all right. I should Have know a wonderful that one. weekend. Thank you for joining us, Terry. Oh, thank Have you for having out. me. You're welcome. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you next week. Have a great weekend. Be safe. And please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.